Well, guess what? This little love nurse got her first bit of hate mail this week. I'm just trying to spread the love here on the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show, the show where we educate men and women about sexual health, how it relates to overall health, making relationships the best they can be. Hello, everybody. I'm Maureen McGrath, sexpert, registered nurse in private practice here, lover. And uh, I'm in private practice and lover in Vancouver and North Vancouver. Uh, is it hot enough for you? Uh, sexperts like it hot, and I, hopefully you do too, but not as hot as we're getting, and I'm so sad to see all of the fires here. Um, that's not you, Jordan, ca- causing all of that temperature rising, is it? Because <laughs> <laughs> just might be. You are what women want, according to the research study that I read and that well, I'm going you. to review. <laughs> on the air tonight. That's just one of the subjects I'm going to be talking about. Also going to be talking about how women can increase their sexual desire through none other than exercise. Also, um, masturbation. It's a very common question that I get, and so I've got some detailed information from the Irish Times. Of course, they uh, most of those who did not report accurately are going to be off going to confession next week. Um, But anyway, I will give you some information about masturbation as well before I read you the hate letter that I got and tell you that story. Um, Also, tonight on the program, you probably, if you follow me on Twitter at Back to the Bedroom, or if you are on my Facebook with me or LinkedIn, you probably learned that uh, the folks from Into the Lifestyle, yes, the Swingers dating site, are here and they're going to join me a little bit later on in the program. And so we're going to learn how you can cheat with full permission from your partner. (laughs) That sounds like a good way because somebody was saying today how when men cheat, they're so dumb about it. (laughs) Sorry, I do love men. (laughs) Um, But men don't delete, apparently, I don't know this, but anyway, apparently men don't delete their messages and men don't have password protect their phones. And, and, um, you know, there's lots of ways you can track. Women are a whole lot sneakier, and so women get away with it a whole lot better. But maybe it's a better idea to let everything be out in the open and um, and just let everybody play as they will. Anyway, um, so I'm also going to... Oh, yes, I already mentioned that about uh, what women want in men. And I learned that uh, from a man, actually, that a scar is one of the number one things that women want, and I'll tell you that story very shortly. First up is my hate mail from Carol. <clears throat> you know, honestly, I get a lot of letters, and I love getting my the emails that I get from all of you out there. And, um, and so, and often as well, I get letters asking for my help. And this person lured me in, shall I say, because I thought she wanted my help. I was a guest on another program, and she wrote into the station where I was the guest, and she said, I've been trying to get in touch with Maureen McGrath. Can you please ensure she gets this email? And I've tried to get in contact with her through her website. And um, <laughs> anyway, I, um, so I thought she needs my help. And so I emailed her. I did test my website first because that was a little bit of a red flag. And I thought, no, my website's working. That's a, maybe it's a little strange, but I, I probably didn't even think that. But anyway, <clears throat> I sent her an email and I said, um, feel free to email me here. You know, is there something I can help you with? Because that was my assumption. And so she wrote back and this was her response. Hi, Maureen. Sorry I wasn't able to email your website or I would have sent my email directly to you. I have nothing to add to my email to you. Your website, radio show, and ads all disgust me, and I worry about who your audience must be. Carol. 
Okay, Carol. Well, Carol, more than likely your husband is listening. And uh, in fact, he has probably emailed me. Anyway, um, and that is the least of your worries. (laughs) Um, But I do thank you for your feedback. And all feedback is valuable. (laughs) And uh, I do try and deliver sexual health education in a way that is respectful and mindful and educational and based on research. But you know what? It's not going to please everybody. So turn me off. Don't turn me on then. Um, Anyway, something I did want to talk about. A few years ago, I hired a someone to trim my shrub, shall I say? Anyway, (laughs) your mind is in the gutter. Uh, No, I, I had this gardener. He was a bit of a Rastafarian character. And so I suggested that he not use a chainsaw when he trimmed my shrubs and and he said he was going to oblige and so you can needless to say I was shocked when he turned up to my door I was trying to sleep in again and um and he was bleeding from he had a gash above his eye above his eye brow I guess and he was bleeding like crazy and I just panicked and said I told you not to use the chainsaw and he said no I didn't use the chainsaw your dog bit me and that was my beloved Marvin and I felt terrible thinking that we were going to have to put Marvin down and, um, you know, how how was I going to cope with this because I love that dog. And um, so he said, no, 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 Maureen, don't worry about it. He said, girls love scars and this is going to be a really cool one. <laughs> so I learned that according to science, that is in fact true. There's a certain type of men that women find most attractive, and one of them is scars. The other uh, thing that women find attractive about men is men who travel with an entourage. So it's a good idea to recruit a couple of friends to be your wingmen. People were rated as better looking when they were in group photos than in solo shots. And that's according to a study from the University of California at San Diego. A lot of men, I was talking to a patient today, and he was saying how difficult it is to meet anybody. And he's trying to shake it up, go to different parts of the city. But I did suggest he travel with an entourage. Being nice to children is always hot, so befriend a baby. Borrowing a set of Hot Wheels. <laughs> yeah, apparently. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> um, or, you know, you guys with babies, they're, they're attracting women left, right, and center, you know. So uh, <laughs> that's Jordan, the fabulous tech producer, who, are, of course. Who, so <laughs> you can't I'm see not him laughing. I'm having babies anytime soon. <laughs> that's I might a, be out of luck on that. That's thing. a good thing, Jordan. So you don't want to borrow a baby just to attract women on the seawall. Uh, but you might want to borrow a set of Hot uh, a hot set of wheels, but I say it's better to own the car <laughs> instead of borrowing one because that looks completely and totally phony. But apparently, women dig men who are sitting inside of a Bentley way more than when the same guy is sitting inside of a Ford Fiesta. Well, hello. Um, walking the dog, apparently, that's another something else that's appealing. Of course, anyone that lends a helping hand or is uh, gracious or um, chivalrous can also be um, very attractive. Cracking up a woman, I, I quite honestly love uh, a great audience. You know, that's some, something where I rate men. If they, if they laugh at my jokes, <laughs> why not? Um, so witty one-liners might be helpful. That's being confident and being comfortable with yourself uh, is very appealing to women. Of course, acting like a caveman in a study at the University of Alaska, of course, take it from whence it comes, women found men more attractive if they took part in hunter-gatherer risks. So those challenges that are 
similar to what our ancestors faced, like handling fire, climbing rocks in remote areas. I, I do remember a friend of mine saying that she became completely attracted to her now husband because uh, his family was sailing and he um, then went... Uh, I've lost what he actually did, some mammoth task in the ocean. <laughs> anyway, um, I think he just took off and went windsurfing as they were. Anyway, something like that. And she thought he was for her. Um, nothing else. Uh, and also using positive words like creative, ambitious, or laugh in your online dating profiles. Those people receive 33% more messages. So... These and always smiling is always beneficial, is it not, Jordan? Yeah, show us those pearly whites. Men who smile, people look younger when they smile, number one, but men who let their smiles spread slowly across their faces are judged as more attractive than those who put on a quick grin. And that is um, some from some research in the Journal of Nonverbal Behavior. Anyway, lots of people around the world are looking into this. And of course, it's always great to stay strong and lean. Uh, A study from the UCLA found that women rated built men as more sexually desirable than thin, non-muscled, slender guys and heavier, more muscled, brawny dudes. So strong and lean is where it's at. Uh, And women do like a little dominance, but not too much. So heavy muscles might signal too much. I always often think think it signals decreased self-esteem. And last but not least, flaunt your battle scars. And uh, I'm so glad that I could contribute to men being attracted to, I mean, women being attracted to men. (laughs) Um, Because I have been, I feel responsible for having placed one on um, some hot guy that's out there. Anyway, uh, so when I come back, I'm going to be talking about masturbation, because it's a very common question that I get. We do have some prizes to give out on the show tonight. Uh, Into the Lifestyle is here, and they, he has is also an author, and so he's brought a book, Entrepreneur Success Stories, by James Buchan, and we're going to give that out, and also a couple of rings. I'm going to tell you about that when I return. I am Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Just beat it. <laughs> Welcome back to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. You wanted me to sing, didn't you, Jordan? You did. <laughs> Come around here. <laughs> Do you know singing 10 minutes a day actually makes you younger, sleep better, live longer, all these things? So I'm not taking your advice anymore, but that wasn't a great song for me, me to sing. I'm Maureen McGrath. We are talking about uh, masturbation. Because it's so interesting that in a recent Irish Times sex survey, they came up with a whole bunch of things that these Irish guys are going to have to confess later. Because they said that only a quarter of men masturbate every day. The other 75% of those guys are heading off to confession. Um, Anyway, and also WeVibe, which is the well-known sex toy company, conducted a survey of 600 people in America between the ages of 20 and 70. Yes, 70-year-olds have sex. And they found the top six places people like to get busy are the bedroom, 80%, which is so boring, Um, the shower, 31%, the bathroom, 31%, the couch, 18%. These numbers don't add up to 100. The office, 7%, and 3% of people like to do it in the kitchen. 
Um, is losing your job really worth it if you get caught? I don't think so. Uh, you know, there's no magic number when it comes to healthy masturbation habits. However often you masturbate, it's not a problem until it starts affecting your life in negative ways. So when does harmless exercise turn into a harmful addiction? Well, if you start hurting yourself, number one. So if you start to get skin chafing or you get a more serious condition like Peroni's disease, and I had a patient in my office this week who in fact had Peroni's disease, and it was starting to impact his sex life. Uh, Peroni's disease is a buildup of plaque in the shaft of your penis that can result from using too much pressure while stroking it. So in other words, you can, yes, in fact, choke your chicken to death. So that's not a good thing to do necessarily. Um, So these are some of the things you may want to um, do to give your boner a little bit of a breather. Um, I'll be getting to that shortly. Uh, If your masturbation is affecting your relationship or your job, of course. So if you're giving yourself a hand job in the men's room at work and you're late for a meeting, that is not a good thing. Or if you're having problems ejaculating. Some guys who masturbate a lot, using specific types of stimuli, so certain categories of porn, for example, coupled with specific hand movements, find that they can't recreate that magic moment of excitement during intercourse with another person. Uh, something else, what happens is, um, you know, rubbing it out, teaches your brain. It sends a message to your brain and body that you'll only be able to experience orgasm in response to your solo act and you experience problems getting it up or finishing with a real life partner. So keep that in mind. If you are having difficulty having uh, experiencing orgasm or having an erection with your partner, if that happens, you have a problem and it definitely may impact your relationship. If you're obsessing about Masturbation, thinking about it all the time. If you're distracted by thoughts of when or how are you going to crank that chain next, um, that's a strong indication that you're dealing with serious behavior as well. So you need to try to cut back. If you have tried to cut back and you have failed, that is another indicator that there could be a problem. Also, daily diddling. Can I say that word on? (laughs) Anyway, um, (laughs) I just did. (laughs) Uh, I don't do it. You guys do. Anyway. (laughs) Every day for two weeks can deplete a man's sperm count by nearly 50%. This is interesting because I knew of a couple. um, They were trying to get pregnant, and they were having difficulty getting pregnant. But as it turned out, he was having an affair. And so he was having um, lots of sex with somebody else and with her. And anyway, nonetheless, the sperm count was depleted. So keep that in mind as well. So what should you do about this? Uh, You can cut yourself off cold turkey if you want, um, but that may be hard. So you can try the harm reduction method, which means really weaning your habit while still allowing yourself the occasional, shall I say, five-knuckle shuffle. Um, You know, (laughs) um, know, allow yourself to masturbate occasionally. Did I mention that um, that we were going to be talking about sex tonight and we should put the kitties to bed? Anyway, um, so if you need to, you can go off and see a sex therapist or a sex addiction counselor. They do exist um, to help you craft a bit of a smarter game plan. But in all in all, there's nothing unhealthy or problematic with masturbating, only if it becomes detrimental to your life, like anything. But this can be an addiction much like anything else. There was Now I want to go on to the ladies right now. Um, for the ladies... Sexual desire, as you know, is a um, is a subject of which I have done a lot of research and I talk about quite a bit. I have a big interest in this um, because so many women experience low sexual desire and it can impact relationships in such a negative way. There's, of course, there's lots of 
there's not that many treatments for women, but there's, you know, we're, we're raising the awareness. We're getting out of the closet, getting it out of the closet a little bit more. There's, of course, V-Love, which is the sexual desire gel and lubricant, which can help, if, especially if you have discomfort during sex. Um, and also just being mindful of it, talking about sex can raise awareness and arousal, can be arousing for sure. What do you think it's like doing a sex show every Sunday night? Anyway, um, but, but I, when I speak about it at presentations and at events where I'm at, people will say just talking about it does, um, you know, start to get the juices flowing. So even talking about it, even though guys' biggest complaint is that women are all talk, no action. But anyway, there was this study, and it involves some action. Uh, it's about women exercising. And so there was a, it was a small study. There were 79 women in the, in the research study, and it showed that the increased heart rate variability um, by, was associated with increased arousal in women. So that's, you get increased heart rate variability when you exercise. So there's one more reason to go outside, go for a jog, go for a swim, go for uh, lift weights, do something, get that heart rate going because the variability will increase. That's the difference in the beat to beat of your heart and that will translate into a better sex life and more sexual arousal and that's always better in the bedroom anyway but something else that may in fact increase your sexual arousal increase desire or just may make your relationship that much better is something called the lifestyle and uh, James Bucken and Cindy Weber have joined me Today, they're here in the studio, and they are the owners of Into the Lifestyle. Welcome to the studio, James and Cindy. Thanks for having us. Oh, great to have you here. So, the lifestyle. So, let's, for those who don't know what the lifestyle is, it's really swingers dating. Yes. So, it's kind of that, um, well, why don't you describe it for me? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the lifestyle to us is, is just an open expression of sexuality. It's something that we think that couples and, and, and singles can share alike. Mm-hmm. And, and it's something that they just can do openly. And it's not necessarily swinging. It's not necessarily. We're having a couple little mic problems here. Okay, so I'll just review. It's not necessarily swinging is what I heard. And uh, okay, that's fine. We're going to share okay, the mic. Not a problem. But it is not necessarily swinging. Swinging, um, it makes a distinction between partner swapping. Okay. And that's not all it entails. So it's just an open communication of your fantasies and what turns you on and what turns you off. And just having those dialogues back and forth openly. So you learn about yourself and then you're able to share that with another. Okay. With somebody outside of the relationship, perhaps. or Well, it starts with you and then it moves to your partner. And then if and when you choose to take it to the root of bringing other energies and other people into the relationship... That is one level, but it's not the only level. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we definitely promote that. It's it's all about your own relationship, and what comes into your relationship because of lifestyle is just an added benefit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so it's it so it's not um, cheating with permission then. No, there's or, a lot. Or, of pe- there's a lot of people that call it that, and 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 I think that's what makes it so hot for so many people is that you have the permission to have a million first kisses because you're doing it with your partner's permission. Well, it is a team sport. It's a team sport. It is something that will actually... Sex is a team sport. You heard it here first on the CKNW <laughs> Sunday Night Sex Show. <laughs> it's so much more of a communication builder and a connection creator within a partnered relationship especially. But for the singles as well, they'll just have a new knowing of who they are as a sexual being. Okay. So this is for singles and this is for couples as well. Yes. Definitely. And it's very popular here in Vancouver. Huge. Huge. And how many <laughs> members would you have on your website? My last count, we were over 10,000 just locally in the GBRD. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and is it expensive to join? No, not is at it... all. I mean, 
we don't price it outside of anybody's price point um, because we want to be able to expose it to as many people as possible because we want to have people that have that open dialogue. Okay, so how many? Uh, how much does it cost then? Um, nineteen ninety five a month. Nineteen ninety five a month. Okay, yeah. and so um, we're, we're probably going to have to be going to break. So we'll get into what that nineteen ninety five gets you. Um, but but basically, there's sexy flirting, which you talk about on your website, and there's hot events that uh, people can attend. Huge events. Huge events. <laughs> and how many people attend those events at any? Three, five hundred people. It, 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 they get big. And they can meet people. I mean, some Definitely. people can just go there and just meet a one you know, a life partner if they, if they want to. Yeah. So I should stop telling them to change, you know, their <laughs> commuting habits from going on the car to a bus, especially since TransLink didn't, since they voted no. So <laughs> uh, there'll be no buses anyway. Um, so yeah, or to go to Olympic Village, forget that. They should go to these parties. Anyway, well, when I come back, we're going to delve a little deeper into the lifestyle. I'm Maureen McGrath. You are listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Welcome back. <laughs> In case you are just joining me, I'm Maureen McGrath. I'm a registered nurse, sex expert, host of this show, the CKNW Sunday Night Yes Sex Show. We're talking about sex, which is a very taboo subject still. and uh, But it's it's actually health-related, and I, I have a very busy clinical practice dealing with patients' sexual dysfunction. And a lot of people do come in, and they're ashamed about it. They're embarrassed. They think they're the only ones on the island with that problem, and... I say nay, nay, absolutely not. Well, one way that can help your sexual dysfunction, perhaps, like low sexual desire or anorgasmia, for example, or just uh, issues in your relationship, is to look into the lifestyle, which is an alternative way of experiencing your romantic life or your romantic relationship, one we may not think about all too often, one that is extremely popular apparently and here joining me are James Buchan and Cindy Weber of Into the Lifestyle. You can give me a call at 604-280-9898 or star 9898 on your cell if you have any questions for me or about the lifestyle and Cindy and James were so graciously describing to me what the lifestyle was before we went to a break. So if you want to uh, continue on, why would somebody join the lifestyle? We tend to find that people join the lifestyle because they're, they've kind of passed that point in their lives that, you know, things have kind of gone through the upswing where they've had their kids, they've built their families, and now they're looking for something a little bit more, a little bit of spice to bring back into the lives now that the kids are doing their own thing. And So know, tell me about what spice that is. What's that spice they're looking for? What is the spice that they're going to get from Into the Lifestyle? Inspiration. Well, inspiration for one. I mean, it could be as simple as just watching somebody else do something in front of them in a live kind of scenario, or it could be going on a lifestyle vacation. Okay. So um, tell me about the lifestyle parties. So yeah. say that's probably the most popular um, event. And so about, you said about three to 500 people attend yeah. these parties. Yeah. I mean, locally here in Vancouver, there's parties that range from 100 people all the way up to 500 people, depending on okay. the size so of the Okay. So what's happening at those parties that are going to inspire somebody? So we should speak somebody. about the meet and greets, though, a little bit, because there are some that are so tame. They're just held in a pub. There's no play at all. Mm -hmm. And it is just like-minded people getting together and sharing what works for them and what doesn't work for them. But mm -hmm. also meeting each other so that they can take it further if they, if choose, they choose to at a different venue. So they're being more open in a pub than they normally would be. And yeah. that this being a part of this Into the Lifestyle 
gives them that license to say, okay, everybody, you with this group, it's safe, and you can actually talk about more Anything. openly about what sexually pleases you. Mm-hmm. And but people may not be comfortable with that either. Right. Yeah, right? but so, we we find that taboos really melt away once you get a lot of people in the room that are like minded and okay. open. Mm-hmm. All those things just melt away. It's so simple to talk about. And okay. it's a choose your own adventure. It's no one's trying to fit a mold. It is so unique for each individual that's in the lifestyle. Yeah. Okay. So there's there's a misconception from people that are not in it that it's a certain way and that you don't have a say in the matter and you don't get to choose moment for moment. No one is any one way forever, constantly evolving. And I think that's one of the key pieces that most people don't recognize. Yeah. And then then when you go to an actual lifestyle club, and there's several of them here in, in Vancouver, I, I, it just goes up a, a couple notches from there. Mm-hmm. I mean... So what's happening at the... Li- having never been to a lifestyle right. club, what's happening at the lifestyle uh, club? Typically, there's yeah. two stories or there's two areas. So there is um, a very generic space where it's almost like any other club. Play is not typically allowed in that certain area. So there's a lot of comfort and a lot of layers. There's a lot of socialization. Then there's other parts where if you do choose to take it to a new level and, and you are ready for play, you can either walk through and and be a voyeur or you can put on a show or um, you can literally just stand there with your partner and talk about how hot it is, yep. do nothing and go home and then everything hot is Hot because shifted. of the temperature or hot because you're viewing what <laughs> other well, people are doing? It's an inspiration from different people in the way that they conduct their sexual lives okay and do do um couples go in and think i'm attracted to him and i think i'd like to go and um you know maybe have my way with him or have a time with him mm-hmm. and and they'll do that in with their cup you know in front of their couple yeah and there is everything and it, it's more so, it's, it's boundary driven though each person has their line in the sand of what works and what doesn't work for them mm-hmm. it's not a free-for-all you don't throw your keys in Everybody has specific things that work, and it's always boundary-driven. Yeah, I mean, it's different on every any good night as well. I mean, I might go into a situation one night with a certain desire, but the next night that desire has changed because, you know, Sydney and I have, have come to some kind of conclusion that doesn't work for us. And that's the same with anybody else in the lifestyle. It changes so constantly. constantly. It, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And there may be a line in the sand where your fantasy is completely fulfilled and it's completely changed or it's dissolved or of course. it's been met. Mm-hmm. And, and you're into the lifestyle as well. You not only own this, um, but you, as you just said, you oh, yeah, definitely. are. You've we been play in this outside lifestyle. the box. <laughs> you play outside the sandbox. Okay. So, um, um, and so that's what people I think are interested in is people who they're couples, but they with must take a lot of dialogue and conversation and understanding it to puts say your relationship under a microscope and you can't enter the lifestyle in hopes that it'll be a band-aid and it will fix anything because it will actually blow everything up and put it in your face and you're either going to work through it powerfully or you're going to have to take some hard choice. And Yeah, I mean, Cindy and I have had a lot of work personally on our relationship from you know outside sources and all that kind of stuff, learning how to communicate, how to be together, how to love each other in a nurturing way. And if we didn't have that kind of education and background, I don't think we would be as successful as we are. And but do some of the normal feelings that couples have in relationships like jealousy come into play here as well? Well, We're all all humans. All of them. All of them. (laughs) Of course. And And so how do you deal with it? I mean, that can happen in any couple. You know, you're sitting here at a party or whatever. And then, you know, five men are sitting around the woman and, you know, her man can be a bit jealous, you know, if he's not that confident or whatever. But it's community driven and because the dialogue is so wide open, there's a lot of support and a lot of people you can have an open conversation around to say, wow, we bumped up against this. 
have you ever experienced anything like that? Mm-hmm. And it's not hidden or under a rug where you secretly just have this discomfort that you're experiencing in your marriage and you have no one to turn to or get advice from. You mm-hmm. literally have a collective group of people to right. turn to. But are there beds? <laughs> Let me Everywhere. get to the scene. <laughs> let's picture uh, Let's it. get let's to the, the d- down and dirty here, okay? Yeah. <laughs> are there couches and beds and are people having sex all over the place? There I just have to be. come out with it. There okay. can be. <laughs> I've yep. never been invited as a reporter, I have to say. I would go as would a you reporter. Would like an invitation? <laughs> <laughs> as a reporter and I'm bringing my bodyguard. Uh, <laughs> um, I volunteer. So... <laughs> You'd like to come too? Oh, now he speaks. <laughs> He's alive. <laughs> I've been trying to get you to talk in the air for months. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's risen to the occasion. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, so are people having sex? Like you're walking in, you're walking in as a couple hand in hand. Here we go. We're going to actually have a lovely night. And maybe I ate a bit too much. And so now we're watching people having sex. And that can be arousing, of course, because it's in the real. But then you think, well, I think I might like him. And you think I might like her. And you might trade off and go off with other people. Yeah, that's that's one scenario. Sometimes people do do the swapping type of scenario, but for the most part... Not necessarily part, swapping. It could be like, you know, you saw type. somebody that you're attracted to, and you see someone you're attracted to, and you think, I'm, I'm in the moment tonight, and that's it. I'm yep. I'm going with this baby. Yep. And then there's always a debriefing period after the fact, too, so whatever's I guess. chosen in the moment, <laughs> then you wrap it up and decide whether that worked or didn't work, and you move forward. But yeah, one, separate one, play is pretty... One of the great things about our community is that there's so much sharing prior to a party and after a party that you get to get to relive it several times. Mm -hmm. Um, And we find that most of the couples that we talk to say the time after the party, they're ignited in their relationship for a good two, three weeks after because of all the stuff that they had that one evening. And whether or not they played, that's what we get to experience is that you would assume that you would jump in and have this amazing, you know, orgasmic, amazing experience. And it necessarily isn't the physical act that's the most exciting. I think there's a lot of men out there that would disagree with you on that one. (laughs) Like everyone. There's unforeseen exactly, benefits. Exactly. What I'm to. There are unforeseen benefits, but there are many risks too. And I want to talk yes. about that when I return. I'm Maureen McGrath. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Sorry. Let me hear your body talk. Your body talk. <laughs> Let's get animal here on the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. Welcome back. I'm Maureen McGrath. I'm talking here with James Bucken and Cindy Weber of Into the Lifestyle. And we're trying to, trying to set the scene here. I'm trying to, uh, the, and while we were off air, um, yes, they confirmed for me that there might be private bedrooms. So a few couples may go into that private bedroom. And also there might be 10 couples in one room and they're all engaging in relations shall we say um all at the same time but there are risks associated with this uh you discussed some of the psychological uh component that um men may deal with that that is surprising actually you know you you think in the heat of the moment when there's a lot of stuff going around you that there would be instant arousal but there's a lot of psychological aspects to it as well i mean you're in a situation where it's outside of the norm for your relationship and all of a sudden, the psychological aspect takes over. It's like, whoa, am I doing something wrong here? 
And sometimes things don't work because of that. Right. <laughs> I wonder what you're talking about. <laughs> There's lots of reasons that doesn't work. And also, Cindy, you were saying that the women are the ones that do all of the networking. networking. Absolutely. Meaning um, approaching the men and talking to the men. The men hang back with their hands in their pockets. And wait, because they know that, you know, they'll be taken care of. Absolutely. If, if they play a lesser role and they're less dominating. It, it usually works in their favor. Oh, so uh, women only like a certain degree of dominance, according to the research study that I was talking about earlier. I think for a man or a woman, dominance isn't prevalent, I would say. Okay. It's a very casual, laid-back, genuine, grounded okay. connection within people. It's a reversal of roles, really. If you go to a regular club, men are out there seeking Whereas in a lifestyle club, it's yeah. the women out there seeking and making the, the uh, options available. And why yeah. is that? It's safer. It, it's, it's more comfortable for people. People feel less... Um, I, I don't intimidated? Even know intimidated, Absolutely. yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's more welcoming and invited, and it's more of a flow. Would you say that there are more women there that have higher sexual desire? Because that's on a continuum. So is it people who are more in touch with their... They're definitely more in touch because they've taken the time to learn about what works for them specifically and, and i think most women don't necessarily put sex in the forefront of learning and growing and, and really peeling back those onion layers i like to call them right right it takes something to do that okay so have you've been into the lifestyle for a number of years a lot of years a lot of years okay and you feel this has enhanced your relationship definitely mm-hmm. okay yep. H- have there been any downside yes yeah. Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, there's when we first got into it, there was di- just the jealousy aspects of it and when we didn't know how to communicate. There's um, a lot of power and control because yeah. all we knew was how to be. And we didn't actually look at mastering the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And we weren't necessarily there for each other. We were there selfishly. And um, and, and that didn't work. Our fumbling years, we call them. <laughs> so you, you were there for yourself. We were. And Absolutely. they actually say in relationships that it's better to be a little bit selfish um, as opposed to waiting on um your partner and doing yeah. everything for them and becoming depleted it is so this is one way uh to be a little selfish and that may benefit your relationship what about sexually transmitted infections yeah yeah um every club locally has very strict rules about that i mean everything's provided to make sure that people play safely um like condoms mm-hmm. yeah so Con- is this the only place that people use condoms because about five percent of the population wears condoms during sex i i don't think i can recall ever seeing people play without um is that right and i've seen a lot um, and I think it's just because people are so conscious of the fact that that is something that is in society and mm-hmm. they don't want that to come into our society. Research shows that, um, sex with a condom is as pleasurable as sex without a condom. But I think there's a lot of people who would disagree uh, with that. But I, I mean, I'm surprised that so many, um, people. Yeah. And there's even some events that offer testing on, on site. I was going to say, yeah. It's yep. just yeah. highly promoted mm-hmm. to enhance like the drug-free, the drama-free, the disease-free, right. and just to step into a more healthy, the mindful environment. level, yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I'd, I'd never seen a dental dam before I joined the lifestyle. Well, <laughs> is that right? Well, I, did, I built one here on the, on the Sunday Night Sex Show a few years ago so, out of a condom, so you should have... Where were you, James? Um, uh, so there, are, there can be issues that occur uh, in terms of... Um, so what about the creeps, okay? Because there's always creeps. I mean, I host a sex show. I, I get creeps that will email me and, uh, you know, and you can tell automatically, creep. They get weeded out pretty quickly. It's a small-knit community, and basically... What we have on our site is a verification button. So you create a profile, and then you can see who's your friend and who's met you in person and who has verified you. 
Okay. Yeah. So that way there's traceability so have have and there's sponsor, transparency and that you yeah. don't have an ability. I, I can't even okay. say it on air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but, but even in a club, I mean, the, the club owners are very adamant about keeping a safe and secure yeah. place for their, their patrons. Right, right. And if there's any complaint whatsoever, those people yeah. are just removed and they're never yeah. coming back. Okay. And what about family and friends? What do they think of, I mean, or unless all your family and friends are into the lifestyle as well? No, uh, no, definitely not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are just finding out tonight. But actually. apparently there are tens of thousands that are out in Chilliwack and in that area, which is very interesting, right? That there's a, that's such a hub for the lifestyle, that area, which you think of, you know, yeah. um, as a little bit more of the Bible Belt area. I would say you never area. know your neighbor. You never really, know your neighbor, you absolutely. You really never yeah. know because you yeah. haven't had the discussion with them. And maybe if you're not open yourself, they haven't felt comfortable to share exactly. with you yeah. what they're up to as absolutely, well. Absolutely, yeah. Well, it's been... A great having you, and unfortunately, our time has gone by. And um, but uh, we, they can people can join by going at itl into lifestyle dot com into lifestyle dot com. Okay, well, it's fascinating. Uh, anyway, and, um, yes, I may come as a reporter. Anyway, <laughs> uh, thanks so much, James Bucken and Cindy Weber into the lifestyle dot com. I'm Maureen McGrath. I will come back and wrap this baby up. You're listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show. I like a little afternoon delight. <laughs> Welcome back. Afternoon delight is fantastic. Thank you, Jordan, for tech producing a fabulous show. One question I had, if you're just joining me now, which the show is almost over, um, I was wondering, like, we were talking about the lifestyle, and I was curious if, like, you know, a couple goes, and, like, the woman is always, um, has no problem finding um, people to engage with but the man doesn't and then he's kind of feeling left out or you know there might be issues like that but anyway I'm going to have to have James Bucken and Cindy Weber back um, to talk a little bit more about that because it's very interesting it used to be quite the subculture and apparently now it's mainstream this lifestyle so is it for you you only have to check out their website anyway um, but it is a way to be selfless apparently according to are selfish um, and and being selfish in a relationship isn't a bad thing because you do want to take care of yourself so it's uh, always good in a relationship to you know take a few minutes and spend some time writing down the things you enjoy and you know simple things like taking a warm bubble bath having a massage reading playing sports dancing swimming taking a yoga class do something like that and you know you want to make make sure you Choose something from your list, at least one thing to do every week that feeds your inner child, that vibrant essence of you. Every day about I swim with the inner dolphins. <laughs> I am um, uh, in the ocean, and that's something I do for me. I do it every day, so I must be incredibly selfish. But you want to always check your ego at every step. Why are you choosing to do what you're doing without being judgmental? So always be aware, be mindful, You know, take care of yourself first. You can never take care of anybody else until you take care of yourself. And that is certainly one of my mantras to you tonight. Um, anyway, all great sex always ends much too soon. And uh, so is it for this show tonight. You can follow me on Twitter or tweet me anytime. At back the number two, the bedroom. You can 
friend me on Facebook if you like, but I can usually tell if you're a creep and I will say, this guy's going to be a creep. And then, <laughs> then they act like a creep within 30 seconds and then I unfriend you. So just don't be a creep, but you can, uh, you can certainly Facebook me if you like, or we can connect on LinkedIn also. I apply the same rules there as well. Uh, you can email me here at the station, sextalk at cknw.com. You know, sex is still a very taboo subject, as evidenced by that little bit of hate mail that I got earlier. And um, but people are uncomfortable with it, and I'm I'm trying to educate and raise awareness about sexuality and sex and the different options that we have in life to express ourselves and try and have the best relationship possible. So if you have any ideas for the show, you can always email me as well at sextalk at cknw.com or you can email me if you want to go a little more clinical with me. You can email me at nursetalk at cknw. No, so sorry, sorry. Nursetalk at hotmail, hotmail.com. Nursetalk at hotmail.com. Next week, I'm speaking at the BC Humanist Society. That'll be kind of cool. They're kind of uh, open-minded over there. Um, they've invited this expert to come and speak on Sunday morning of all uh, mornings to speak about sex at about 1030 in the morning. Um, and also, a week from Tuesday night, I'm going to be on cjsr.com. And that is a station in Edmonton. And we're going to do a two-hour show. Well, she's calling it the female Viagra. I don't call it that because phlebanserin, which is the medication that is likely going to be approved for low sexual desire in women, does not act like Viagra in any way. It actually acts on the neurotransmitters. But we are going to talk about low sexual desire in women and all of the issues that occur at perimenopause, the years leading up to menopause, which can start as early as age, as age 37. I did get an email tonight um, asking me where they can, where someone can find Dr. U Aqua, which is a personal moisturizer that I recommended. You can find that at London Drugs. You can also find V-Love now, the sexual desire gel and lubricant. That's also on the shelves at London Drugs. I owe one tube of that to somebody out in Maple Ridge, and I am sending that. I know you're listening tonight, and I will put that in the mail <laughs> this week. Um, anyway, so remember, look after yourself. Your relationship will improve or get better. Make sex a very important aspect of your relationship. In fact, some people were asking me, what's the most important thing uh, to look for in someone else? And I said, make sure that you that there's chemistry, that there is neuroattraction, that you have great sex. That, I think, will get you through any financial problems, any issues with the kids. <laughs> if you can just you know, go and have a fabulous romp in the hay, you are wildly attracted to them. We're not going to have this low sexual desire because I think a lot of people choose the wrong mate for societal reasons. Or, as I say, tick boxers, uh, people who... Uh, tick all the boxes, and that's why you choose them, but you're not necessarily all that wildly attracted to them. That can be a big mistake. Anyway, time to wrap it up. Time to shut me up. Anyway, <laughs> so remember, when you stumble on this gravel road of life, make it part of your dance. Until next week, have a wonderfully healthy and sexually active week. <laughs> um, next week, I'll be talking about, I think a sex coach is joining me. So I look forward to that. Anyway, I am Maureen McGrath. You have been listening to the CKNW Sunday Night Sex Show.